Hi, I'm John. Uh, you should know me. Maybe. I don't know. You might know me. I'm around. Um, it's good to be here. Alan is on vacation, uh, but he will hear this talk. So uh, on the count of three, just say your favorite thing about Alan. Three, two, one, go. I said favorite thing. I'm kidding. Y'all did great. It's a good time. Um, super good. Uh, we've been going through the Be Real series. What have we learned in the Be Real series? What have our topics been? Be real with God. I love it. What else? Be real with yourself. I love it. Be real with others. Yes, those are our three big talking points. The talk about being genuine. And this is like... This is, I, I like doing the end cap ones. That's kind of how I've fallen into the rotation. Um, what I'm going to talk about for today is real relationship with God. What that real interaction is and how do we know if what God says is real or not. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for this time you've given us. Thank you for this opportunity we have to come and hang out with our friends get good snacks, learn new things, and spend time learning and worshiping you. Thank you for all the people that have helped uh, tonight go well so far, uh, and thank you for all the people that helped these students get here and have a good and beneficial time. Thank you, Father. Amen. Haven, it's time. Come on up. Everybody, this is Haven Johnson. Um, she has 11 toes and can read Farsi. That's probably not, that's probably not true. Oh, sorry. Um, can you read that for us, Haven? And the verse will be up on the screen in a second. Yep. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many pro false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God, and every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard was coming and is now in the world already. All right, give me a round of applause for Haven. She's the best. Uh, so just, uh, yeah, that's, our, that's where we're going to be parking today. Um, a quick diversion uh, Josiah led the game. Where's Josiah at? Josiah's around here. He's doing great stuff. He's doing something. Josiah led the game today, and I kind of miss leading the game. It's my time to be just the wildest version of myself, and I'm feeling a little antsy. Would you guys mind if we played a quick game real fast? All right. Sweet. Thank you for not minding. Um, we're going to play a game. It's going to be very short. It's called Bible Verse or Often Rehearsed. All right. On this side, there's a piece of tape in the middle right here. It's silver. You'll see it. On this side, I'm going to say, well, from the middle, I'll say a, uh, a saying, a thing, a sentence, and you have to decide if it's in the Bible or not. If it's in the Bible, you go to this side. So we're like, it's your right side. It'll be like, oh, think about it like this. The Bible is always right. Bow, right there. Right side. And over here, the things I'm going to say might be good things. They might be nice things to 
apply to your life. It could be just conventional sayings, but they're not actually in the Bible. All right? Make sure you grab your pen and your card. Have it with you when you're moving so we're not walking all over your stuff. Everybody stand up. Oh, one more. Oh, yes. Uh, this is Matthew. Matthew will be on the Bible verse side. This is Luke. He'll be on the often rehearsed side. One more thing. Uh, if you disagree with any of my findings, write it down and then come talk to me later. If you can prove that I'm wrong in any of these, then I will give you a free snack. Sound like a fair deal? Yeah. All right. First one. Right side Bible verse, left side often rehearsed. Eye for an eye. Eye for an eye. Is that in the Bible or is that not? Eye for an eye. Eye for an eye. Often rehearses on this side, Bible verses on that side. There's tape in the middle. Three, two, one. All right, looks like we are where we are. Eye for an eye is Leviticus 23.20. It is, in fact, in the Bible. And that's all right. We're going to keep moving. All right, listen up. Be true to yourself or to yourself be true. Be, or, yeah, be true to yourself and to yourself be true. Bible verse or often rehearsed. You're wrong. Yeah, yeah, scoot closer to the wall. Five, four, three, two, one. Uh, this is not in the Bible. It is a common saying, uh, and it is in many television shows. Don't look at my notes, Eli. I know what you're like. All right. This next one's a little, little weird. Are you ready? Do not withhold discipline from a child. If you strike him with a rod, he will not die. Do not withhold discipline from a child. If you strike him with a rod, he will not die. Do not withhold discipline from a child. If you strike him with a rod, he will not die. All right. Three, two, one. Uh, that verse is Proverbs 23.13. Proverbs 23.13. All right, get comfortable. Relax, relax. All right, this is one that I might, may or may not have said to my wife at some point. Your nose is like a tower of Lebanon looking toward Damascus. Bible verse or just a thing that people say? It's a very common saying, so it's okay if you get confused. Your nose is like a tower of Lebanon looking toward Damascus. It is, and it's still sitting there. So yeah, if it's, if it's in the Bible, go over this side. If it's not, go on that side. We got a split group. Three, two, one. Uh, your nose is like a tower of Lebanon looking toward Damascus. It's in Song of Solomon, chapter 7, verse 4. 
and it is weird. Honestly, I could have used anything from Song of Solomon, most anything from Song of Solomon, and it would have been just as confusing. It is a weird book of the Bible. Uh, read it later. If you, can, if, you, if you can prove that I said something that's not true about these verses, I will give you a free snack. All right, here comes the next verse, or next thing. He drives like a maniac. He drives like a maniac. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Do you know it? Yes, you know it? All right, it is 2 Kings chapter 9, verse 20. <laughs> These are all ESV, English Standard Version. It is, it is. So, hey, the context is there's this guy that's driving a cart towards the city, and they can tell who it is because he drives like a maniac. He's a silly, crazy driver. Yeah, so it's 2 Kings chapter 9, verse 20. Do not look at my notes, Rowan Gardner. All right, here comes the next one. God helps those who help themselves. God helps those who help themselves. Bible verse or often rehearsed? The last one was Second Kings nine twenty. All right, we got a lot of people in the middle. God helps those who help themselves. Are we often rehearsed? Are we Bible versed? All right, three, two, one. That is not in the Bible. That is not in the Bible. In fact, God helps us and says that He helps us when we have no help of helping ourselves. All right, this next one is very tricky, so listen carefully. I'm splitting hairs, but it's scripture, and that's important. You ready? Money is the root of all evil. Money is the root of all evil. Bible verse, or often rehearsed, I'll give you a hint. I am definitely splitting hairs on this one. Money is the root of all evil. Bible verse or often rehearsed? I'm going to get some booze on this one. Three, two, one. It is not in the Bible. The Bible verse, the Bible verse is the lust of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, the lust of money. Hey, back up. Get away from me. You're too close. You breathe, and I can smell your breath. Write it down. I know, it's a tough one. All right. This is our last one. This is our last one. If you're committed, go all the way to the wall on your choice. Don't hang out in the middle. Blind leading the blind. Blind leading the blind. Bible verse or often rehearsed. Blind leading the blind. It's okay.
All right, three, two, one. Blind leading the blind is Luke 6, 39. Luke chapter 6, verses 39. All right, have a seat. Have a seat. You have to prove to me that I said something that's not true. Here, have a seat. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, have a seat. Relax. Get to a spot. If you're, like, back there and I can't see you, not right now. Not right now. If you're back there and I can't see you, come this way. You guys are good. All right, so those are, and if you're feeling particularly embarrassed, that's okay. Just learn the thing. No, I'm kidding. Uh, it's all right. Uh, we'll move on. Hey, these are, some of these sayings are really good. I personally believe that we should try to affect change in our lives as much as possible. I shouldn't go to God and say, hey, God, uh, I really want a new truck. You got it, Ace. But that does not mean that, that uh, when we talk about God helping those who help themselves, that does not, that's just not a, a thing to be found in the Bible. It's important. This is our religious text. This is our, like, source of life, it is very important to know what's in there or not in there. All right, uh, Elisha, you want to read for me? Yeah, come on up. When Eli while Elisha's coming up, I want to ask you, what is the difference between a good idea and a God truth? You ready? Do you want to read from here or from the stage? Yeah. First John... Chapter 4, verse 4 through 5. Four little children, you, you are from God and have overcome them. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. They are, they are from the world, therefore they speak from the world, and, and the world listens to them. Good job. Give my man a round of applause. All right, here's the thing. Humans can and have come up with great things. I mean, you guys think about like how, like the coolest things you've ever seen. Just think about it. Humans can and have come up with great things, but our faith is not in men. If we desire to claim and to claim the eternal rewards promised in the Bible, we need to know and accept the context of those promises. The Bible is both our sacred text and a historical record, and, the, and we can only galvanize, that means to like strengthen, reinforce our faith against the lies of the enemies by knowing the truth. So we do have an enemy who is super excited about tricking you. That's a big thing. It's an important thing to realize. So if you don't know these, if you don't know the um, truth, you can fall for things much easier. Let's go back up to John 1. I'll read this one. Beloved, yeah, verse 1, chapter 4, verse 1. Uh, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. Who can tell me what a false prophet is? Who has like a good Rowan Gardner? No? 
Yeah, yeah, that's a super good answer. A false, so for those of you who couldn't hear him, a false prophet is someone who teaches false things. Someone who might proclaim or like uh, conflate themselves with God and they don't actually know or they do know and they're telling you untruths. So I was looking at that verse and I kind of parked for a second on it. I have a, I don't know, here's my... I got a little curious, did a little bit of searching around. In the last 20 years, how many people have claimed to be Jesus? Before you guys answer, before you guys answer, this is enough people that have claimed to be Jesus and had followers, people who supported them and believed them, and also had enough followers so that they could kind of like, this was like enough to sustain their lives like a livelihood. This was their livelihood. People who falsely claimed to be Jesus in the last 20 years. I looked it up. Uh, I looked, I was like, oh, how many have there been? There have been so many. There have been so many. I looked at the page. It was like hundreds. So I was like, but in the last 20 years, since the year 2000, which is, all right, hey, you're cheating. Step away from there right now. Come out of the, yep, put it down and come out back there. Thank you. Yeah, it's 11 people. 11 people have been, um, 11 people have been able to convince others that they were Jesus Christ and have a whole, like, thing about it. You guys can look it up. I sent it out in your leader's discussion guide. It has a list of them. 11 people in the last 20 years. That doesn't sound like a whole lot, but that's one every other year, pretty much. That's one every other year is a person who has claimed to be Jesus, had influence on how things are going in the world at some point, on some level, and then been proven false. That's crazy. That's so, that's so many. So how do we know? How do we know what's true and what's not true? Let's see. I need one more helper. Someone... Someone smart, someone who's willing to negotiate with me. Someone who's really good at negotiating. Ooh, you, right there. Glasses. Stand up. What's your name? What's your name? No, stay there. Stay there. What's your name? Zoe. Hey, Zoe. Do me a favor. Go to the snack shop. Get your favorite snack from the snack shop and your favorite drink from the snack shop. Grab it and then come back to right where you were standing. Do you guys think that Zoe, like, who, who here knows Zoe? Zoe, a pretty smart person. She seems smart. She's wearing glasses, and that's a big part of being smart. That is like 80% of being smart is wearing glasses. I am not currently wearing glasses, and that's okay. All right, Zoe, come back to where you were standing. Very good. Stay there. Zoe, do you know me very well? No, that's fair. I work for a church. I look like this. Um, that's about it. I'm married. I like it a lot. How would you feel? So what, what snack did you grab? I can't read. I actually have really bad vision. Oreos and a Pepsi. Super solid. That's a great dinner. That's really all you need for the day, really. That's a full, complete meal. Oreos and a Pepsi. Why did you pick the Oreos and the Pepsi? Okay, you like Oreos, then we don't have Coke. That's fine. I'm really big into Coca-Cola as well. Um, Zoe, how would you feel if I offered to trade you 
your stuff that you have right now, your Oreos and your Pepsi for what's in my pocket? How, what would you say? You don't, don't have to make a choice, but if I offered that, what would you, what would you feel? What would go through your mind? What would, you, what would your thoughts be? What's in my pocket? That's fair. I'll show you. Stay right there. If I had this, if I had this, would you trade what you have for what's in my pocket? What? Can't ask any more questions. Would you trade what you have for this? For those of you that look, for those in the back, uh, yeah. See, look at that. It's in the light. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Three, two, one. You trade it? What? You're going to keep your stuff? That is an excellent choice. That's very good. Uh, here, take that. You feeling kind of, it's, it's an interesting thing. That's all right. Hey, Zoe, for being such a good participant, you can have a seat. You got your job. You can, keep, you can keep what you got. You made the deal. All right. So as the guys up here are figuring out, Zoe actually made a correct choice. Everybody give a round of applause. These are fake $100 bills. Here you go. Um, I bought... It's okay. Relax. Relax. It's fine. I bought... I have a million more of them. It's fine. I actually bought a million dollars worth of these on Amazon for $6. It was incredible. Sit, whoa, whoa, relax. Sit down. Sit down. Don't go... Yeah. I have a million... I'll, I'll throw them at the end. It'll be like this big celebration because we're going to hit our time mark. It'll be good. There were so many that you can find online. They're super crazy cheap. But if Zoe had taken the deal based on what she could see from up here... Uh, she would have given away something that actually had value to her, something that was substantial and real for something that just looked really good. I mean, another indicator of why this might not be true is because I work for a church and I'm not throwing around $100 bills. Like, that's just not, a, it's not an option. I still have them. Um, but how do we know what's true or not true? Uh, if you look, for the guys at the front, if you look, what are some things on these that tell you that it is counterfeit? Right there, go. It says copy. It's not legal tender. It says, what's that? In prop we trust. This thing says all over it that it is false money. It is counterfeit. This is not real. It rips like that. It actually hurt my feelings to rip it a little bit. Probably not a great sign. But it says it all over because they have to. This is prop movie money. If they tried to pass this off as real money, they would go to jail. It is a big thing. There's an organization called... There's an organization called the FBI, and they, like their, one of their big things is to go through and check money and say, is this real money or not? And there are dozens and dozens and dozens of ways that people have come up with to make counterfeit money, to make fake money. Do you guys want to know how the FBI tracks and finds out what real money is? Do you want me to tell you? I'm going to do it anyway. 
So what they do is they take real money, they take the real prints, and they stare at it. And they study it, and they say, ooh, this is what real money looks like. They study it so much. There are all these crazy things. Uh, in your, I sent these to your leaders. You can check these out. In the discussion guide, there's a link to follow one of the sheets that they go through to check every single thing. Every single, there's like a two-page document on every single dollar that has every single dollar bill on it. And it talks about what the real thing is. So things that are not real stick out like sore thumbs. They look so, like these, these people get so good at identifying what's real, holding up, like, identifying all the real stuff that they don't say, hey, oh, we've got to track and study this one fake method. No, no, no. They, they recognize the real thing. So much so that when it's not real, it sticks out like crazy to them. And they know it and they catch it like right away. And it is massive and it's super cool. And I would... I would encourage you guys to think about it like this. That snack that she bought, that's like maximum $2, right? Your soul and even your time on this earth is so much more valuable than that. And God has taken time to write out and be very specific and guide you on how you should live your life here and how we will live our lives eternally. But we're not spending the time Sometimes we don't. We don't spend the time to study that effectively enough to know what's true or not true. With your soul, with the Spirit of God, we, and we, sometimes we miss it. And that's a real shame. I don't believe that, that when we know God's Word enough, we won't sin. I, I don't believe that if we know God's Word enough, life will be much we won't have hard times or bad times, but we should know how to work through it. We should have resources to get us through it. And we have the assurance through God's word of eternal peace and eternal satisfaction and eternal relationship with him. Tonight in your small groups, I have two questions for you. What can you do, what can we do to have a personal relationship with God, a personal one-on-one -on -one interaction that is sustained with God. And two is, do we know the real God? Are we giving up, are we trading what's gonna sustain us and nourish us and take care of us for cheap imitations? Thank you, you're dismissed. Head to your groups. <laughs>